0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Those Park Guys Podcast uh, for the second week in a row. The first time we've done this in a long time. Um, yeah, we took a big hiatus and uh, I came back last week to talk about sensitivity. Sort of opened up about my heightened sense of sensitivity. <laughs> heightened sense of sensitivity, that's kind of redundant. Um But yeah, sort of just talked about how um, I'm a little more impacted or or receptive to various things than other people. They impact me more um, and then other things don't. So like actually something I've realized is physical pain doesn't really um, drop my, doesn't really um, impact my spirits all that much. Now, I think if we got into chronic pain that lasted years and years, then that might be the case. Um, But you know, if I get really sick, I, I'm still probably going to be just as uh, energetic and happy. Um, I just had this injury where I really threw out my back. I've never had back pain like this in my life. It was I couldn't not be on full dosages of ibuprofen and Tylenol at the same time. Um, I had to do that, otherwise it was unbearable the pain. But it didn't it didn't shake me at all. Um, again, I was just uh, I was just as, uh, myself as I ever am yet emotional things tend to really, uh, really impact me a lot. And they, uh, they, they upset me, (laughs) they upset me. Um, yeah, so those are, that's kind of a a difference in my sensitivity, but, um, I just want to toss this out here. Some people have been asking things about sensitivity and I I just wanted to say, Sensitivity is not a weakness. It doesn't mean you're delicate. There's a major difference between being a delicate person or somebody who's, um, yeah, who 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 is unstable or whatever, and sensitivity. Sensitivity just means that certain things impact you more. You feel them more. Um, being delicate means that the the slightest gust of wind can knock you over no but i mean being delicate means that like you you're a house of cards waiting to like fall down and that is not true um all the time with with sensitive people um just because you're sensitive doesn't mean that you don't have the tools to cope with your sensitivity or to deal with the 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 things that are um that that really uh what's the word or deal with the things that seem to impact you so greatly um I, I can say that for myself. I'm just going to like totally be be uh, a little bold here. Not delicate, okay? I uh, Things impact me. Emotional things impact me and they don't shake me in, in, in a very foundational way. Sure, I might question them. Sure, they might weigh on my mind. I might be a little down. Um, but I get through them. I've got the tools to get through them. Um, I, I get up and I still tackle my day. I do what I got to do. Um, it, it's, it, it has nothing to do with whether you're unstable or delicate or whatever. Sensitivity just means certain things hit you a little bit harder than other people. So if, if you identify that way, uh, take encouragement in that and, and just, yeah, I mean, that's, that's truth. So, um, yeah, we got a good show today. Uh, I did something a little different. First, I'm going to set up the where and then we'll talk about the what. Um, I just hit the road over the weekend for, uh, one of my favorite places on earth. It's called Pioche, Nevada. It's a town off of us highway 93 in the middle of Nevada. It's, it's very much in the middle of nowhere. And there's this, uh, there's this old hotel and saloon there. It's called the Overland hotel and saloon. And I've just come to love this place for a lot of reasons. It's got some crazy history. This town does, um, It was known as one of the deadliest towns in the Old West. Seventy some people were murdered before one person died of natural causes. And they still have the cemetery there where you can walk through and see some of these grave sites. Like one of them was, I forget his name, but it was so-and-so shot in the back five times by officers. It's crazy stuff. The history here is nuts. Um, But the hotel and saloon is great because it's this old school, really old western, uh, authentic hotel They've kind of uh, made the rooms like have different themes and stuff, which is kind of funny and fun. Um, but the reason I really kind of fell in love with this place is I, I came there on my own, and I was a little uneasy because, again, there are a lot of ghost stories here. Um, whatever you believe, it, it, when you walk into this hotel, you can feel the history. Um, that's for sure. Um, so I, I was a little uneasy the first time I came, and I went down to the saloon to to eat and to to hang out and the people that were there just were like awesome, so nice and welcoming and uh I've been back like 12 times since. So, <laughs> I've been there a lot. They they know us now, which is great. And we're we're working on some stuff out there, but also just hanging out, having a good time. I was with uh Colton and my brother. And yeah, we just had we just had a great time. Uh but anyways, I brought the uh I brought the equipment with and we did a little podcasting right from our room in the Overland Hotel and Saloon. And it's a nice treat uh, because we, we've we just wrapped up filming for Rock the Park's uh, fifth season. And I didn't tell these guys um, what what I wanted to do. But I wanted to kind of reminisce on some of the big things that's happened over the course of five years for Rock the Park. So that's what we're talking about. This is a, a true-to-form throwback episode of those park guys podcast where we talk about national parks rock the park all that good stuff so if you like it uh i'm glad and if you want um more of the uh more of the other topics things that are in the way of like uh i don't know mental health spirituality you name it uh we'll get back to that too and we actually touch a little bit on some of that at the end so um, without further ado, welcome to Pioche, Nevada, and this is Those Park Guys podcast, doing what we do best, talking about national parks. Here we go. Okay, everyone, welcome. <laughs> we are yes! in Pioche, Nevada. Um, this is a little podcast on the road. Um, This is fun. I've got a whole panel here. Yeah, you do. we got Colton Smith, one of those park guys, longtime long-time contributor. And in many ways, long-time no-see. It's it's been a hot minute since I've been on a podcast. It's really been those park guy or that park guy. Yeah, lately, yes. We haven't even been talking about parks. Um, But before we get into what we're going to talk about tonight... We have uh, Tommy Stewart, who's my brother. Long-time brother. Yeah, <laughs> long-time brother. Uh, Colton, you've known him since you've known me. What, what are brothers, we right Like 20-some no years. Yeah, brothers. Yeah, long. Basically. A little too long. Yeah. Long time. Um, so, for this special edition of the podcast, I wanted to do a little throwback. You know, as I said, it's been basically that park guy podcast. <laughs> we haven't even been talking about parks. We've talked about kind of whatever I want. And uh, a cavalier, aren't you? Very, yeah. uh, My Enneagram number is the four, the individual. That's so yeah, surprising in giant air quotes. AKA, I do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> um, how many hairstyles have I had over the years? How uh, long have you been alive? Tw- uh, 29 years. Right, so <laughs> 18 years. Had to think about that real quick. <laughs> That's at so least two hairstyles a year. We're looking at close to. Sixty, we're getting <laughs> up there, man. Wow, that's an inside joke. Well, Anyways, but yeah. Anywho, anywho, um, I figured we would toss it back a little bit, and because uh, we we just wrapped up our fifth season of Rock the Park, and I thought we might have a little reminisce. Sesh.
1: Oh boy, okay. some
0: fans, um, lots of fans actually are enjoying the format of the podcast, and we will get back to that. We'll deal with whatever issue seems to be. On my mind, or on your mind, if you're sending us comments or questions, but I figured for this podcast, we'd go back to the old format. Some of you prefer that. Um, So we're going to talk about Rock the Park. Okay. Season five, just wrapped. How about that? It's incredible. Mm -hmm. I mean,
1: that that actually, that puts us at, I mean, we're looking at
0: 130 episodes. Yeah. We're looking looking at at a lot lot of episodes. episodes. 131, I think is the total. That's incredible. Wait, so that sense. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. Sense. I,
1: I mean, just you know, obviously for me from just a
0: wait, that doesn't make sense. A hundred, wait, hold no, on. no, 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 no. Twenty-six on, hold on. times five. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a little off. No, it's one hundred and five. Right? No, yeah. no, no. Twenty-six times five. No.
1: About Twenty-six times five is. Twenty-six times four would be one hundred and five. Four. Twenty times yeah. twenty times one hundred and thirty is is. Yeah, exactly. What did you say? 26 times. Oh, it is like 130. It's 130. Oh, I thought you said
2: it was way higher than
1: that. Boy, we know production, but (laughs) my gosh, we don't know know math. (laughs)
0: Wow. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. We've done um, a lot of episodes, a lot of uh, adventures. I think to kick it off, um, we went back, and unfortunately you, the viewer, if you ever do see this, it'll take a long time, but we watched the the tape that yeah. sold this show yeah, way yeah. back when. We watched it today. And uh, it's interesting to go back in time and see kind of what we thought this show was going to be and what it has become. I think at the beginning, it was much more about us being kind of these characters, which, you know, I'm not going to lie, at the time we were... We were much younger. We didn't have the experience we have now. That's been part of the journey. Mm-hmm. But uh, we got into a lot of there were a lot of mishaps back then, <laughs> and I think the show has evolved to the point now where it's um, it's much more about the place and the experience and less about figuring it out along the way. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. What do you think? Well, I would act. I would actually say that
1: not. Not only were there a lot of mishaps when we were younger and putting together the pitch for Rock the Park, but we were mishaps in a in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, we, we were that young. We were quite literally just coming out of college. This is when we were like 23 or 24? Yeah, yeah 23 or 24, when we started developing this idea. And we were, we were clueless, but at the same time, we knew that there was a great idea... In the national parks, and that there needed to be this kind of breath of fresh air. Right. Like what about people our age? What can we do? It certainly has evolved into what it is now. But I also think at the time, like the biggest thing is when we we're putting that together. I don't think we ever thought that that could possibly that we were possibly putting together a show that would be an educational no. show. Meant to educate people on national parks, on nature, no. on preservation. No way.
0: No, we thought it was going to be an entertaining show about adventure and national parks. And Tommy, I mean, you were there. Tommy was. Um, he filmed the Not that fair. tape. He was there. What What did you think the show was going to become? Or what did you think? Or or maybe what what is some what is a memory of yours of the early days, like before the show even
2: was. Was sold. Well, okay, one of the things in the sizzle was like the tent <laughs> scenario. Like the, that si- the me... sizzle for all you oh, folks right. at home is like, like the trailer for the show.
0: Basically. You create a trailer usually to pitch a show. It, it just sort of gets whoever's going to buy it hyped on it. Continue and uh, on. and it
2: was, was it your tent or <laughs> my tent? Yeah, oh, I your tent? I Anyways, Let's they say, had I don't they even know where that came from. <laughs> I, I don't even remember the exact scenario, but all I remember is. You know, it was thunderstorming, and just the realization that this was not going to survive the night, and we're in what Sequoia, I think. No,
0: we had this. We were in uh, Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon Canyon for that. Oh, that was that
2: one. Okay. Well, either way, there was just a lot of humor and mishaps, like you said, and I feel like maybe at the beginning it was more about figuring out how to navigate just these. Kind of situations and be safe doing so, maybe. Yeah. And then later on, what I liked in the this last season is it you're sort of going a little more inward and figuring the next stage out or something
0: like yeah. that. Yeah. You know? I think that's a good place to cut in. I, this last season, we did a Candy Lens episode where, mm-hmm. you know, I took a camera and just sat and basically stared off into the. Nothing, nothing, (laughs) and we put that on national television. Um, Colton did a similar thing, and then we talked about the inspiration that we drew from nature. That's oversimplifying it for a point here. The point is, if you would have told me I was going to do that at the beginning, I would have said, you're crazy. (laughs) Because at the beginning, uh, this tape that sold Rock the Park, in it, I'm like... Accidentally stepping on cacti and having it go through my boot, yeah. I'm slipping down like a cliff and rolling my ankle. I like it, it. was like it. I was kind of this like clumsy guy that just had some bad luck. Colton was kind of this arrogant, uh, not probably not a guy you would have
1: necessarily. I mean, I, I was who I was, but you, you know, like again, <laughs> this is what hindsight is for. You look back on it, and it's like.
0: I'm kind of glad that I've progressed right. from that form yeah. right there, but it's the, funny to see that happen. I, would it ne- is. I wouldn't
2: have necessarily looked at you and gone, ah, that's this guy's one with nature. <laughs> <laughs> very true, very true.
1: Because because in many ways, the beginning of Rock the Park, like we had we'd been introduced to nature, and we had seen how nature could play such a crucial and helpful role in our lives. But before Rock the Park started we had never really gone backpacking no, before. Not really. I mean, so we, we did not come in as these experts whatsoever. Mm. It took five years to get us to a place where now we kind of know what we're talking about. Yeah. Kind of. But when we first started, it was just knowing that we were so average <laughs> <laughs> with our own character flaws and our own mannerisms, but we knew that when we were in nature, we were better for some reason. Yeah. And we looked at that and said... If we feel better in nature, then maybe other people will feel better in nature as well. What if we could put something together that would encourage that?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And, like, you know
2: what? It's just just hilarious how things turn out. Yeah. I was going to say, you know what's interesting is that, which I never thought about before now, but you improving actually introduces challenges to this show because... Instead, it can't just be a story of we're doing this. I mean, it just, you can only tell the same story so many times. And so it can't then just be about, oh, well, we've never done this thing before, right? So you have to kind of get, think more outside the box when you're thinking about places to go. And it's just things you figure out along the way. There's no way to know right. when you've hit that point where you're like, oh, we've done too many of this type of well, shit, you
0: know? And you know, we're, we will never really outgrow this but at the beginning we were sleeping on the side of the road. We were paying for campgrounds with nickels and dimes. Like it was Oh, uh, like, we
1: got we got fined. Yeah. Too? I mean, like we we legitimately oh, yeah, would mess right. up sometimes. Yeah. Like yeah. We wouldn't know all the regulations of the yeah. parks. Like yeah. Yeah. we screwed up. <laughs> like yeah. we did that a handful of times and yep. just like anything else in life you make a mistake. And you if you want it. to grow, from, if you want to actually grow, then you learn from it, and you realize there might be other people making these mistakes
2: as well. Yeah. Can we help them? And it's the <laughs> yes, only, we can. And it's healthy to point out it's the only way you learn things actually. Yeah. Is right. By making mistakes and just adjusting.
0: Totally. I want to give um, you know the, our listeners a little bit of a, an insider's uh, look at kind of the process of the beginning of this show. We knew what we wanted. We knew it was going to be this show about national parks. We um, we knew it was about our hijinks, basically, at the time. But we could not, for the life of us, come up with a title. Yeah. So we were thinking, like, what could it be? And Tommy, I think you were actually the one that came up with this. Park. Yeah. You, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. just belched a little bit. Um, <laughs> I don't disgusting. like the word I don't like the word belch. I hate that word. I feel word. like burp is bad. Yeah, I despise. Yeah. I hate both those words. <laughs> belch sounds more gross. Yeah things. Well, we'll move on. <laughs> but the name of the show at first was called Park It. Park It. Park It. Yes. <laughs> I actually didn't mind that. Uh, but then somebody who actually was somewhat associated with the show, I don't even remember, but yeah. came up with the name <laughs> forgot their name. Yeah. Which is Strange. Actually, I I have a whole other story, to, but I'll let you jump in. But they came up with Rock the Park, so change from Park It to Rock the Park. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I never really
2: believed in that name. Park, <laughs> park park it. Yeah, I just it 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 was it was like here's how it was good. It was a thing people have said, and it had the
0: word Park in it. Like,
2: <laughs> it didn't really make sense any other way, to, Yeah, like, but if you, you really think, about think about
0: it, about like it. Rock the Park, Rock the Park sounds great. It really does. It does. And I guess you can rock a park. Conceptually, yeah. it can work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: you though. can make it work yeah. if you dive deep enough, but like park it just doesn't. Like, what? Are you just going to go to a park and stay there? Is that what the show is? No. It just doesn't
0: you make sense. No, you, you park it there for a couple of days and you move on. <laughs> Even though we're driving the whole time. <laughs> no, it's a road tripping show. <laughs> no, Rock the Park was a good choice. Yes, yeah, the it much was. better choice. It was. Um, so another thing that I want to just kind of throw a little story out for the, for the beginning times or from the beginning times, when we were told, and this is not just to pat ourselves on the back, but I think it just, well, maybe it's to pat ourselves. The <laughs> when we were kind of approached or like came up with the idea to, to try to make this a show, we, uh, we were asked if we wanted some help, you know? Mm-hmm someone to come out and film with us, maybe to produce it, whatever. We turned them all down Mm -hmm. and decided to do it ourselves. We shot it ourselves and we produced it ourselves and I edited it myself. And what happened there is it became, it was as authentic as it possibly can be, which I think was why in the end it got picked up. But also um, with that, us being... Fairly inexperienced, were some funny moments. Um, I recall one shoot. This was our first official shoot. And we we had our production company, Tremendous Entertainment, backing us. And I remember putting putting together a budget for this shoot, and I had it down to the like to each line item. It was like to the cent, to the cent, down to the cent. And it was what I requested for this shoot. And to to you folks at home, this may still sound like a lot of money, but I had like. I had food budgeted. I had the campgrounds we were gonna stay at. There were no hotels budgeted. No, there were, but but it wasn't just food that was budgeted. It was the actual. Item. It was it was <laughs> quite it was quite literally like one jar of
1: peanut butter, two
0: ninety five. Yeah, a jar of Gosh. jelly, two ninety eight. And I think the budget for this weekend long, maybe three day shoot, was like. Maybe like $350 or something. If, if that, yeah. Why? If that it's, even. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and,
2: that's nothing in a TV budget. <laughs> and it was, no,
0: it's nothing. And what was hilarious is um, the company came back, laughed. Yeah, said, they, and yeah, said, literally. And said, hey, here's a grand. Buy yourself two jars of peanut butter. Yeah, yeah. So we <laughs> no had a joke. Grand, and no we got joke. to go out and have a dinner. And that was kind of nice. Yeah. That was yeah. the beginning of it all. And now look at us. No, yeah. Staying at the roadside inn. <laughs> Just kidding. Right. <Like, laughs> down and dirty. the Overland
2: Saloon is not a roadside no. inn. We I, know that. I think Down and Dirty has always been our the way we do things. The, the, at least it seems like we figured out how to do a lot of this stuff ourselves. Oh, oh you couldn't silence oh. it. Ruined it. I oh, don't know who this is. <laughs> Sorry, folks.
0: <laughs> Even though this one, anywho,
2: um, anywho, there I was. <laughs> all right, vibrate. <laughs> yeah, what, it. What were you we saying? Oh, just you get used to doing things yourself right. when you learn to do them yourself. Like you can't help but produce in certain situations. Like we both edit, shoot, Colton. You've been in this, around this, your entire life. You mm-hmm. know, um, which is hilarious to think about that I actually have <laughs> like, but not even just that we've been making movies and stuff right. outside of work too so that it doesn't seem like that would be experience, but it really is more than you think yeah totally and I, and I think now when you look back
1: not just at like the beginning of rock the park but but five years later it's like you start to realize the value of risk yeah yeah what like, definitely for two maroons to deny like bringing out a crew. Yeah.
2: And, yeah,
1: that, (laughs) yeah, I mean, that's, that's not exactly, you know, the playbook that you would generally follow, but we looked at it and said, you know, we're confident in this vision. Even when we were young, maybe we were a little naive, but we said to ourselves, if we're going to fail, let us fail on our own. Yeah. Because at least we'll be able to take this vision. We'll be able to take it to the end zone. And if it doesn't pan out, we'll know that, we never got skewed in what we actually had in mind. You know? Yeah, we'll
0: at least be able to take it to the fourth quarter and attempt a field goal. Oh. <laughs> the,
1: the sports analogies are just on par right now. No pun intended.
0: Thankfully, we're not the Chicago Bears. Uh, oh. <laughs>
1: All right. That's <laughs> it for me. I'm out. Thanks. <laughs> I'm a Bears fan. My own podcast. I'm a Bears fan, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Still in pain.
0: Okay, I want to do something fun. Uh, I thought this was fun. Well, this is. This is added fun. Bonus fun. Ooh, Um, I don't don't like fun. Now, you're all going to be like, oh, that sounds terrible. But worst moment for you personally in the last five years on this show? Oh, I've got a few. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: Oh, Oh, I know what my worst moment was. I do have a few. Man, all right. Um, they all have to do with being tired, first of all. I have like three moments, and that's the...
2: That's not surprising. That's the main component <laughs>
1: with every single one of them. Um, I'm sure in the past we've talked about sometimes what the actual schedule is like, and it's it's not just a day hike. <laughs> a lot more is entailed when you're shooting a, a show like this. I would say... I would say the worst moment, but I, I don't want that to reflect at all the place that I'm talking about. Because, in fact, it was my idea to create this episode. And I did it because of how beautiful this place is. It was in South Dakota. Okay. And we had been hiking in the Badlands during the day. Got to the camp late at night. We wrapped filming at, I think, 11 o'clock. At night, and then we had to get up at about 2 in the morning, 2, 2.30 in the morning, to find our way out of this elaborate maze of hills in the Badlands. And the Badlands is a place where you think you know you're going the right way, and then instantly you lose that that height and that perspective, and you instantly get lost. So we thought to ourselves, all right, we're going to need a little bit of time to get out of this. Let's, you know, we got to be up there on top at 5 a.m. to meet everybody else. Right. So let's get up at 2. Yeah, it not. Awful. It was awful. Not even enough time. So we're on two and a half, three hours of sleep. And literally at 3 in the morning with flashlights, we're climbing up 1,000 plus feet. Thinking that we're about to hit the road and then realizing and calling back down. Hey, I'm not there. I can see it. It's 10 feet away. It
0: took us so long to get out of there. It took us long just because this is where my brain goes. I have to correct you. We wandered around a lot. The elevation gain was a couple hundred
1: feet. Sure, sure. But no, collectively, the was, but was collectively like, yeah. it certainly was over a thousand feet. Because we went up and down those hundreds of feet. Do you think so? Oh, I know so. Multiple times. Because every time we would climb up, we thought that we were at the top. And we could see the road, and then we realized, oh, there's a nice 30-yard gap where this hill that I'm on just cascades down. There was literally one access point that we needed to get to. And it got to the point where literally the rest of our crew set a perimeter around the road about a mile in length... Three cars staged at the beginning, the middle, and the end. And they shined their lights to try to guide us in. Now, that's not even what was bad about it. I actually liked that. I got a thrill out of that. But that wasn't even the hard part. Because I don't mind running on lack of sleep if I'm doing something adventurous. What was the hard
2: hard part, Colton?
1: (laughs) 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 Jerk. (laughs) Jerk. It was the fact that the moment that we met up with the rest of our team, which was at about six in the morning as the sun was coming up and we're on very, very limited sleep, we had to hop in the car and drive two and a half hours to the next location. And literally at that point, we had already hiked multiple miles, maybe three and a half miles from our campsite up and down those hills before the sun had even come up. And I was, I'll never forget just, again, being safe. I was being safe. We had three people in the car. If need be, I would have turned over the wheel. But driving, already very, very tired, drinking 28 ounces of coffee every second, it felt like. And knowing that we have... We're on our way to do another hike. Yeah. Or about to a full to day's a, work. A full day's work because it's 6:30 in the morning and I feel like someone has just punched me in the face multiple times. And how
0: angry did that make you? Um
1: look, I'm not that type to get, you know, ang- very angry. <laughs> I was not
2: pleasant. I, I have one that rivals At least if it's not as bad as that, it's pretty close. Well, this isn't a competition. No, but I think you guys... I actually think you guys will agree on this one. The feeling I got... Okay, so when we were in Antioch, Check, Alaska, I think I counted we spent nine days in a row outside. Sleeping Mm. outside, not in a hotel, which is fine. Yeah.
0: Wait, how how is that possible? Well... Oh,
2: okay, you're about to tell us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because, <laughs> or, uh, oh no, you know what? I'm sorry. It wasn't in a row, but it was nine total days in the span of like 10 days, ten days or yeah. something like that. And uh, basically what happened was we, we got back from rafting, you know, down the river to the ocean. We're like finally, like I think we had like a hike to do the next day or something. It was something not that challenging. And we were finally going to get to rest.
0: Like, in a hotel room. I'm going to jump in. Yes. Just to give our audience, like, the full backdrop here. What he's talking about is we had this four-day excursion in Alaska where we had to raft from this crater all the way down to the ocean. That's four full days of work, of of rowing, of paddling. Portaging. Portaging, sleeping outside. We finally got done with that episode. You're very tired. You're expecting... You know, a good night's sleep. We got some we got attacked by
2: mosquitoes the last night and that Oh yeah. And and, and now we yeah.
0: were about to start a new episode, but we were supposed to have a day off. Also right? on this day first of all,
2: we drove like four hours to get to this hike. Mm-hmm. But we were staying like right outside of where it started. Oh, I know what you're and, about to say. And we were just gonna <laughs> get to like it was this cool like hotel that we were, like Almost like it had like a boxcar theme or something. Yeah, like exactly. it. it was really H- cool. Haley, Alaska. Yeah, yeah. Awesome place. So, we literally get to the top of this hike, and we're like, all right, that wasn't that bad, guys. Because like, it was like it was yeah. like 5 o'clock. Yeah. We ended the day at 5 o'clock. That never happened.
1: And we were all so proud. was it
2: you that got a call? I made the, the call. Off- yeah, he made the call, and the office tells us that... Due to weather. Due to weather, we have to... Now drive four hours back to where we came, and then leave on our next episode, which was not supposed to happen for at least a couple days, mm. a few days possibly, because of weather. it got switched around, and now we were going to a glacier the next day. Yeah. And also having to drive now
0: four hours back, erasing any sort of, like, See. advantages
2: we gained.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically to sum it up, we had done four days in the backcountry, very hard work, then got out, traveled up to Denali, did a hike, filmed all day, and then found out at the end of filming all day that we had to drive four hours to then get on a plane the next morning and camp out on a glacier, which sounds amazing, but let me tell you, it was amazing, but yeah. when you're working that hard, your body needs rest. It really does. Well, it, and I want to also add this. That night, after the four hours, we stayed at a gas station. We did. That's right. We
1: stayed at a motel That's combined right. with a gas station. And oh my god! And yes, that, that is was a very the same experience. I can't even. Yes, because that. that that is a very great point that you just brought up. Literally, those three experiences: Antioch, check. Yeah. Which we were we were there for four days, but getting there and the travel. Well, and just all, prepping, like, for alone. prepping for like, it. Prepping for an experience a lot like that. Of work. That was my
2: first episode. Like. Actually, as a main camera for the show, now that I'm thinking yeah, about
1: it. Yeah, and that. when you're going out into the backcountry like that, you ain't finding a charging station anywhere nearby. No, remember you the are, camera
2: was broken immediately, yeah, too? Yeah, the okay.
1: camera broke immediately on us. Like, but it, it turned out, everything turned out great. It did. Don't get me wrong, and it and was the, amazing. The final products turned out great, and the overall thing, though, is that, like, Annie check one of the most amazing experiences
2: I've ever had. That's actually probably my. If you had to, if I had to name a favorite episode, I think I would have to go with that. Which is hilarious uh, considering the story I just told. I know. Happened right after, but, but totally. That whole trip was still amazing. Well, it's like they, you have those moments of hardships, but they never ruin they, the overall. They never. They never you know? ruin it, but but ultimately, you know, to your point, Jack, like you were
1: saying, like when you're working that hard and you're on that little of sleep like even the most tedious and tiny tasks are just incredibly challenging and they can get overlooked and that's where the danger is. and that's the biggest thing that's what I was driving at is Act check you're talking about a place that is just filled with bears mm-hmm. then we drove through the <laughs> the terrain of Alaska to get up to Denali and then on the way back not only the next day were we going on a glacier, we were literally climbing a mountain from Denali Base Camp where you are walking over crevasses, need to know how to self-rescue yourself. If you were to fall into those crevasses. Which you guys did,
2: like in training. We did, we did the,
1: we did the training, we did everything, but my point is is that they're amazing experiences. Every single one of those by themselves mm-hmm. and you know, together, I mean, for what it's worth, were incredible. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade that for anything in the world, but they're dangerous. And you just learn They're dangerous, them and when you, and when literally you are so like worn down and beat down and tired and exhausted, it's just not a good feeling to have when you're walking into a dangerous situation thinking to yourself, all I want to do is sleep right now and yet I need to pay attention to this because in essence, um, my yeah. life kind yeah. of relies upon exactly. this lesson right here. Right. That's what makes that stuff challenging. It's not yeah. that I'd rather be in a bed. It's that I know I need to be at full strength for this. And I'm, I'm a little terrified
2: that I'm not. Right. And it's not letting like pride allow yourself to put you and others in a dangerous situation just because you don't think you should Sleep. You know what I mean? Like, don't let your own ego get in the way of being safe. It's an interesting thought because I always let my pride put
0: others in danger, you know? Oh, I do every day. (laughs) (laughs) So, these episodes we're talking about are from season three. Three? Was that two? Two. It
2: was season, two. Season two of, two of Rock the yeah. Park.
0: You can catch those right now streaming on... Ooh. Womp womp. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but soon... Soon. We're hoping soon. it'll happen. In fact, Tommy's working on that right now. We're not just hoping. A-O. It's going to happen, all right? Yeah. Streaming for Sick all and tired of these of episodes of Rock the Park will hopefully be available soon. Anyways. <laughs> they're going to be on YouTube, but I'm not going to say they're
2: going to be soon because... Every time I've said that to somebody else, it's been, clearly been a lie. So it will, <laughs> it will be on YouTube, and it's going to be in the next clearly year. A lie. <laughs> clearly a lie. Those like, episodes, I didn't mean for it to be a lie.
0: Those episodes will be available in the future. There you go. All right, time for my worst moment on Rock the Park. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't think you know this. Well, in fact, I'm, I'm certain you don't know this, but I fell off a cliff. Dang (laughs) dang right you did. I took you to the hospital. I fell off a cliff. We were in uh, Mount St. Helens. uh, What is it? National Volcanic Monument? Something like that. Something like that, but we
1: were actually in the uh, Gifford Pico National Forest.
0: Pico? I thought it was Pincho. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i i i can see how i can I'm gonna google show. that right now no i can see how it's spelled it's Dang. a matter of
2: pronunciation
0: Yeah, um, i'll look that up right now
2: can i add really quick that i meant to add on to the end of that that i think my actual worst moment from this was when my knee
0: tore underwater and no Saint, that doesn't count John. It's, <laughs> it's gifford Pincho. Pincho? Yeah. okay it's Pincho. <laughs> yeah Anyways, we were outside
1: of Mount St. Helens. Might might as well start
0: that again. No, that's fine. (laughs) Um, We were outside of Mount St. Helens, and I ended up... uh, And there's a lot of tough moments, but I think this was one of the worst for me. We were bushwhacking down to a waterfall, and I'll spare the whole long story, but basically what ended up happening is I was bushwhacking down a very steep hill, uh, my walkie-talkie, which I used to communicate with the crew, fell out of my pocket. I was frustrated because I didn't want to go back up this hill just yet. So I uh, turned around and, and quickly, hastily made my way back towards my walkie-talkie. Grabbed it and was like, all right, this next shot, what are we doing? <laughs> and as I did that, I was walking back down the mountain or you know, really scrambling down. And uh, I stepped on what I thought was solid ground. It was not. It was like a root system that had some, like, leaves (coughs) bunched up in it, making it appear as if it was ground. It wasn't. And uh, basically, it wasn't solid ground. So my foot goes through. And just like that, this is one of those life-flashing-before-your-eyes moments. I am am falling off a cliff. (laughs) (laughs) Quite literally. Yeah. It was... I, you know, I said 30 feet before. I don't know. It was it was over 20. So I, I don't know. I'm not going to give it, was, it the whole... Like, it
1: was far enough. Yeah. It was far, far enough away. to really
0: mess you up. Yeah. Yeah. Onto rock. Mm-hmm. I was falling and I, I literally thought, wow, I am about... It, it's true. When, like, these crazy things happen to you, you really do have... It's like time does slow down. You have a moment to think. It's weird. It's right? very strange. This
1: is about to happen. Yeah.
0: I went over and I was like, I'm about to really get hurt. Like, really. And I fell and I smashed against the ground, but somehow did it in a ragdoll style where I didn't like lock up my joints. And I think that's what ended up saving me. But um, I fell, radioed for our crew. In fact, we have the audio of this. It's, uh, it's quite scary. So- <laughs> I just go like, help! Oh, man. Help! Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, I shouldn't be laughing, but oh, I I can laugh. You're here next to me. Yeah.
0: You're fine. It's a defense yeah. mechanism. I'm okay. It is. Yeah, it's because you're insecure. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's not the same thing. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not the same thing, but but you're both right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Anyways, anywho,
0: um, long story short. I get up. I start testing my limbs, which I don't think you're supposed to do, but I did. Nothing was broken, and um, and uh, I ended up finishing up the segment. We actually figured that was too dark for the show. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't we didn't include that in the episode. And that,
1: I think that was actually one of the first times where we actually like made that decision because mm-hmm. we we pride ourselves on being real and being authentic. But that was actually again going back to the origins of rock the park and not knowing that it'd be this educational family-friendly show that was that was the first thing in the episode that might be a little much we can fall off a cliff so
0: (laughs) that's not the message we want to it's not the Uh message we want to send out there
1: but let me tell you it's very very true True, yeah (laughs) Yeah.
0: so anyways in the episode what you see is um, we're scrambling down and then boom there we are at the uh, at the waterfall And I was very hurt. Uh, What ends up happening is I end up like getting out. We had like a four mile hike back. So um, it it was not fun, but I made it out. Colton took me to the ER. It's really humorous, actually. I don't think I have this still. I really wish I did. But the doctors gave me a certificate that says diagnosis fell off of cliff. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I was okay. I was okay enough to climb the mountain somehow. But it was it was pretty nuts. That was the closest to death I've ever come, I would say, on this show. And uh, it taught me a lesson. Never let anything in the outdoors become routine. Because the moment you let your guard down, that's when mistakes
1: happen. 100%. You want to know what it taught me, actually? Is that was the moment that I very much put the lens on myself and said, maybe the episodes I'm planning are just... A little too out there because the I, I literally I sat there and I looked at the episodes that I had planned and they were Carlsbad Caverns where we got flooded in and had to crawl our way out through water South Dakota which I just talked about the National Forest of Mount St Helens
0: I thought you were gonna pay me like a compliment and say that's no. when I learned that you are a true professional no <laughs> off <laughs> a cliff and you finish the segment no please. not
1: at all I could have done that. Um, <laughs> Well, it's true. No, but that you know, it, I say that jokingly, but very serious. Like I, I did. I started to look at some of the stuff that I had mapped out and planned and realized that like something crazy had happened in every single one because that that hike, which was the beginning of the episode, was basically four and a half miles of bushwhacking yeah. through the gnarliest forest that we've ever seen to then go down a steep, steep slope to get to this hidden waterfall. And it was like, kind of to your point, like, all right, at some point, especially when you're dealing with other people, when you're dealing with a crew and you're dealing with a team, you know, is it worth it?
0: Yeah, no, I know. Is it? uh, There is a price
2: you can pay when you do these kind of
0: things. 100%. And,
2: like, I'm a great example of this. I just realized right now, first of all, yeah, this is the worst that ever happened to me knee surgeries i've had to have uh which started actually on uh rainier mount rainier that was when i first i didn't know what i was what this felt like i just thought maybe something was whatever i could have told you it hurts yeah it's not fun anyways we were in saint john right underwater when my knee finally tore that was awful but I realized when I got surgery for it that time was when you guys were in those caves and it flooded. Like I remember I was recovering from my surgery when that happened to you. And the next time I was recovering, Jack fell off a cliff. <laughs> it was just really strange. I remember all yeah. of those happened at the same time. But yeah, it's weird. Um like that you 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 do pay a physical price for doing some of this.
1: Well you, yeah,
0: you absolutely
2: you pay a physical price
1: for it, but it it is very much in line with Literally, even in that original sizzle reel, one of the themes that certainly has carried over and has always been one of the front and center themes that we have in Rock the Park is the fact that these parks do not guarantee your safety. It's true. It's like prominently
2: featured in the it, original and
1: all, all the time. All the time. And there's a great reason why we preach safety. And it's not just because yeah. it's an educational show and we have to. It's because uh, it's, if you are not aware of it, and to your point about... When you think you're an expert, that is when you are most susceptible to making a tiny little mistake. And some of the greatest explorers and adventurers of our generations, that is how they have found their demise is just Mm -hmm. underestimating that little piece of ledge that they have walked on a thousand times and assume that it's sturdy. You, You always have to be on your guard, whether you're doing something that is gnarly or whether you're doing something... That is just a day hike. Right. Be prepared. You're dealing with nature, the one thing that you cannot plan for.
0: No, nope, that's very, very true. Well, I, you know, we could go on and on. It's been five years. We have plenty of stories. So I have one last thing. Uh, five years of Rock the Park so far. How many hairstyles have I had? Twenty.
1: Well, I said. I said, I said That's around, funny. I said around thirty to begin with. But honestly, in the last like forty minutes talking, a you've things. had three, so we're <laughs> up to we're up to forty three at least.
0: Oh, anyways, I want to end with this.
1: That'll be the next topic.
0: Yeah, hairstyles. Well, that I just
1: your, your my I- issues. Your issues. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Um, last topic. Mm-hmm. What is your best moment? Past five years, and then we'll wrap this uh, this thing up. Boy, you want to know something? Like, it's funny because when
1: when you pose that question about like you know the worst moments, there were a couple that just instantly popped into yeah. my mind. Best moments? Oh, I'm gonna need a minute because every every other moment, just about on this okay, show. Okay, how about this? I can oh, tell you, man. mine. Uh, All right, I, yeah. Moments.
0: Uh best. Oh, uh, best. Okay, yeah. that,
1: that's much better. Tommy, you go ahead, because I would I have to
2: think about that. Uh, well, it's really hard to actually pick a best moment, but if so I cool. had to choose, it actually wouldn't be uh, any time I was out with you guys. It, it would be at the end of Editing Glacier, that episode. Really. Tell our people. So I edited did. the glacier, the recent glacier episode, which was a called glacier revisit, where they went back and kind of revisited some of the, you know, hikes and things they had done there in past episodes, and um, also went on a new, new hike as well, um, and that you know, obviously, it's a very like special park to them, so. By proxy, it became that way to me, I think, and um, I shot some of the episodes you we flash back to, and you know, my brother had a Jack had a very personal moment, um, and it was just a very personal episode. I hope people have seen it because uh, it it just it, I felt really good at the end of that, and so I don't know if I can actually choose a best moment, but that is the most recent just biggest thing that comes to mind you know that's cool 100% I just felt like that that's very cool I felt like that episode was exactly the way I wanted it -hmm. like from start to
0: finish that's awesome
1: that's awesome cool Uh, you got one
0: um I'm just I I still kind of need to think I'm just gonna pick one I think I think everyone if you've been around since the beginning you've you've kind of um seen this coming but one of the best moments ever was our first mountaineering expedition when we climbed uh, Sahali Peak in uh, North Cascades National Park. Season one uh, North Cascades It was up in, uh, in the state of Washington and the reason that's one of the best moments ever was before that moment the national parks to us was a place to go camp, to maybe do some hikes, you know, push yourself a little bit. But this was the first time I was like really thrown into a alternate reality mm. via nature. I would never been in situations like I, I had found myself in that episode. Being surrounded by glaciers where you could fall into your demise. Uh, being up on a on a ridge of a mountain where it drops off 2000 feet or more on either side, um, having to rock climb to a, a peak the size of a coffee table and, and all like huddled together, roped in at the top. It, if you've never done that before, it literally is an alternate reality because the reality we live in is that I can just walk around and if I stumble, it's okay. Up there, there are consequences for that. And your yeah. brain doesn't know how to handle it, so it's it's a it's literally a trip. So when that was all done, um, that experience it was like a dream. Had uh, had like I had just woken up from a, a crazy dream. I had never experienced anything like that, and it was um, fuel for the fire, so to speak.
1: Totally. All right, I'm gonna do the same thing you did. I'm gonna pick one, and actually. I'm going to go right off of what you just said because Sahali, for me, as you know, and you know, audience members, maybe if you've seen that episode, it is the one that won us our, our Emmy. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. a great episode. Well,
0: and that one was significant because you'd ra- back in those days, you'd ra- you'd prefer a physical challenge over a mental one. Right? Well, oh, that's <laughs>
1: that's what we said in the sizzle room. and boy, was my mind blown. Um, <laughs> And, yeah, and and that's the thing, is that Sahali, Sahali for me was, it was almost, you actually, you hit it right in the head. It was a trip. I literally remember in that moment saying to myself, I have 20 seconds, it seems, to basically look at these guys and say, I'm so terrified and so nervous that I'm not going to do this. You know, I'll be here. (laughs) I'm going to dig myself a nice little, little seat in the snow and when you guys get to the top come back but everything that was going on that 20 seconds went by in a flash and I literally found myself just stepping like almost out of my out of my body saying you're doing this go ahead and so that was an incredibly profound moment for me but I think one of the best memories I have is Really the next big mountain climb that we did on the Grand Teton. And the reason being is that we had done Sahali. Sahali, I felt like I was on the top of that ridge staring at my fears on both my left and my right side. And everything was just this whirlwind. And it was just like, alright, I'm almost unknowingly going through with this. I'm nervous. I'm shaking. But I'm marching forward. Grand Teton, because of Sahali, I knew what I was getting into. I had a month and a half to circle that date, which by the way, I literally did. We filmed probably eight episodes before we did the mountain climb and climb the Grand Teton. I had that one date circled of just, this is the day that I am going to be pushing myself in a way that I've not pushed myself before. And so Holly gave me that knowledge of, this is what you're in store for. And the Grand Teton was 10 times more insane.
0: Yeah.
1: It was more exposure, it was more height, it was more everything that my mind had told me that this is what you need to run away from, and standing on top of that, after all that preparation, that mental preparation, that physical preparation, just to make that climb, that was like, I, I, I overcame my fears in Zahali because I just pushed through. I overcame my fears in Grand Teton because I wanted to. Mm. I knowingly acknowledged what I was about to face. Mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be waiting for me, and I made the decision to push through. And I was still nervous, but man, I felt so much better throughout the entirety of that climb. And and that speaks to like what nature and what I think this show has done for us, and hopefully it's done for other people. Is that telling you that it's not going to happen overnight? No. It's right. going to be this subtle, slow progression. Of challenging yourself, of facing your fears, of taking risk, and one day you're actually going to look back and say, "My gosh, look at where I am! I can't believe I was scared of that a decade ago. Right? That's nothing to me now. I would do that in my sleep." So Grand Teton for me—that's—that's that's a that, good one. That's
2: where things really took form. I remember we rented the wrong rental cars, and that. It- during
1: that episode no oh, of course we did
2: <laughs> got, in, got in trouble with the office <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: that's your best
2: memory <laughs> no, that's
1: top three <laughs> top three was calling enterprise <laughs> yeah. well that's uh, great yeah, yeah. Man. Um, good topics
0: yeah, yeah that's
1: good, good stuff. stuff by the way for the for everybody at Jack knew what he wanted to uh, dive into on this podcast yeah. we were blindsided. They yeah, were, and, and we my were, credit to you. I those, don't appreciate those it. <laughs> I do now. <laughs> Great topics. Great Thank stuff. you
0: very much. Well, yeah, um, I guess that kind of wraps things up here. We we just finished five our our fifth season of Rock the yeah. Park, which is pretty mm-hmm. incredible. This was a different season. We did some uh, some fun stuff. I'll just give you some brief highlights. We went to uh, a new park, Canyonlands National Park. In Utah, um, a new country. A new country. We went to South Korea, which was crazy amazing. Um, that one probably is airing soon. Uh, it 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 just was a great season. Right now we are um, we're out in Pioche, Nevada, at one of our favorite places, the Overland Hotel and Saloon, and uh, we're just kicking back. This is kind of a weekend to just uh, kind of get away from it all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. um, get Back tonight. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, thank you guys so much for joining us. It was kind of fun to be able to do uh, another one where we talk about rock the park. I think, um, and we definitely got into it. So, mm-hmm. thank you guys for uh, for joining.
1: You're welcome. And I, I, will say, um, I think you're you're gonna hear me on a little bit more of these podcasts. I, th- I think the hiatus is is coming to a, coming to a close. I, I think I've, uh, I found myself. <laughs> <laughs> No, but these are, these are great. These are great, and it's so awesome to, to know that people are listening in. Yeah. If it's giving anybody a little bit of insight,
0: guidance in any, any which way, that's, that's an amazing thing. So, I guess to end this, I have a question from uh, one of our listeners. Okay. Um, they ask... The, the last episode I talked about sensitivity. Mm-hmm. and uh, I got the question, are there any pluses? Are there any positive things about being are, mm-hmm. are there any positives to being a sensitive person? Oh yeah. Oh what my you, gosh. What do you think?
2: I think there well, I think it can be you can let it overwhelm you, but a great example is that glacier episode. like if I if I wasn't sensitive, Or didn't embrace it at least. I know I am. I just had, you have to embrace it. I couldn't have really felt the things that I ended up feeling throughout that. And that's where I see it being a huge asset, especially having empathy for others. Like it just, I
0: see the positives greatly outweighing the negatives. So I'm just going to piggyback off of that really quick. Yeah. I'm a sensitive guy. If you listen to last week's podcast, uh, it's all about being a highly sensitive person. If you haven't listened to it, check it out. It's interesting. Um, I'll piggyback off of that. If I wasn't a sensitive person, I didn't embrace that. I wouldn't have had that moment in Glacier, which probably resonated with a lot. Not probably. (laughs) I did resonate with a lot of people. Um, I, which by the way, I appreciate all the love and support, which has come in from fans Mm -hmm. about my dad's situation. And, um, everything that was going on one of the hardest times ever for me um, so if I wouldn't have done that I wouldn't have had that connection with all of you and there you, you know that's a missed opportunity and if
2: I hadn't have had it it could have still gotten lost along the way but but before it even makes right. it to TV
0: you know so it's just like it is a good thing so to sum that up before we hear from Colton it's that I think one of the major positives of being a sensitive person is you feel things. Therefore you can relate to other people mm-hmm. and support one another and hopefully inspire others to, uh, to, um, to express themselves.
1: A hundred percent. I would say to your point, Tommy, the positives completely outweigh the negatives. The only way that being a sensitive individual can be negative is if you don't let others know and you don't share that. Yeah. If you do share that, And you do find yourself in a state of vulnerability, which in many ways is actually courage. Courage is intertwined with vulnerability. You cannot be vulnerable without being courageous. And the moment you do that, you realize that everybody is struggling with something. And what you're sensitive to, somebody might not be sensitive to that same exact thing, but they will respect the fact that you're able to open yourself up and tell them, here's what I'm dealing with. Here's... Here's where my pinpoints are. And and so I think think we all are sensitive in some way, shape, or form. And those who are not sensitive, in giant air quotes, haven't really examined themselves to the utmost ability that they're capable of. Mm -hmm. Because there's something that we all hold close to our hearts, which sensitivity. I've been told that I'm a sensitive person. Another way for saying that is... You wear your heart on your sleeve. Yeah, There is nothing wrong with that. The only thing that's wrong with that is when you bottle that in and right. don't let anybody else know. And the biggest flaw in doing that is that that person that you're holding that back from probably has something they want to share with you but are too afraid to as well.
2: However, yeah. so, I would argue that there are things that you can choose to not be sensitive, or at least that you can identify as being totally. sensitive to, that you maybe shouldn't indulge in, like other people's opinions on like you or th- people judging things or just, you know, I think there probably is negatives to it, but I think it's o- still overwhelming.
1: Totally. And, and I uh, guess, you know, to, to, close with that, and I, and I that's a very valid point. And I think the amazing thing about it is, is that that's sometimes that's just in the dialogue. That's the conversation. Exactly. Sometimes you quite literally have to be that sensitive and open yourself up to have your best friend turn to you and say, Hey, don't be that sensitive about that
2: yes you've got no reason to be yeah
1: there's no use in holding it in no, you should. There always, never should be a negative reaction yeah. to vulnerability you being is vulnerable.
2: is is a good thing, and it it, and is. it really fosters connections. Yeah, hundred percent. No,
0: it's true, and like observations oh. can really be there to help you out. I mean, like, how many hairstyles have I had in the last like thirty years? Well, <laughs> how many times twenty brought <laughs> that up? From? Twenty minutes ago
1: was forty-three. Now we're up to sixty. It's um, an inside joke. It is, but but thank you for that question. That is a yeah. fantastic question. And really, something that we all should think about because sure. the more open and vulnerable we can be with one another, quite literally, the better we get to know one another and understand and that and is, is, put ourselves in others. Exactly, and that is so crucial to us actually feeling that sense of belonging.
0: Right.
2: And I, you know, I'm sure I
0: won't be invited back, but thank you. <laughs> yeah well with that I guess we'll close this up thank you for that question I want to encourage other people if you're listening to this to shoot off questions to us it can be about literally anything and we will do our best to answer it on the podcast so uh, thank you guys and Ugh. you know, give your salons this is fun yeah. I love this yeah okay yeah. I love
1: it thank you guys thank you so much for listening
0: all right, wasn't that fun? <laughs> it was great. It was nice to be able to kind of reminisce, dive into some uh, old things and, and just, uh, yeah, talk about all the good times, some of the bad times that end up being good times because let's face it, you know, usually, usually the things that are uh, eventful in a seemingly negative way usually come around to be some sort of a memory that you can take something from. And in our case, uh, we have a lot of those because the parks are unpredictable. And they, uh, they deliver you an experience like no other. Boom. Rock the park. Check it out. <laughs> um, yeah, anyways. Uh, it was good to have Colton back on the podcast. It sounds like he's uh, wanting to do more of these. So uh, look, look, we're looking forward to having him on more. It's good to have Tommy on. Um, and, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this. We, uh, I don't have anything planned next, but I will, uh, I will come up with some stuff and we will talk to you soon. I hope everyone has a great, great week. And uh, yeah, peace out.